No, it's not a picture for little girls. Yes, it is. It's like a fairy tale photo you have on your computer Fa- desktop. Yeah, fairy tale is more accurate. It's a. Do it's boys an, like fairy tales? Well, I think that the well answered the question. It's, it's fantasy. This is that's from The Hobbit. That's a a painting of a scene of a moment from The Hobbit when Gandalf first approaches Bilbo at his house. Bilbo's sitting out front smoking a pipe, just enjoying a nice summer day, and Gandalf invites him on an adventure. I mean, it just looks like all you need is like a little girl in pigtails with her puppy skipping down the road. I just, I, we are going to have to agree to disagree. I think we're just going to have to agree that you're wrong on this one. <laughs> Where's Betsy, the bell when you need that it? That attitude makes me sick. Ooh, that's good. It's the worst segue you've ever had. <laughs> that's a good intro. The worst one. Uh, to our illness topic. Uh, hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this is Guy Talks. The girl rolls her eyes. And this is going to be a quick one because it's St. Patrick's Day and we and there's uh, basketball on. And we're going to leave the office early today and go watch uh, fo- basketball. You're not going to watch football. I mean, maybe. Unless it's on. Uh, maybe if we it's will. On, if there's an exhibition game. Maybe. We'll, we're going to watch basketball and drink green beer. Now, the topic of our podcast today is illness because... Todd just mentioned to us that his son uh, threw up six times at school today. Yeah. To which I replied, how, did, how do they let that happen? Like, my daycare, call, our daycare calls us. Your son's daycare. My son's daycare calls us the moment he, like, if he thinks about throwing up. Yeah. Like, if he looks at him cross-eyed and they're like, oh, is he about to throw up? They call and they're like, come get him. Come get him. If he threw up once... They wouldn't let him in school for a week? Right. The only way he could possibly throw up six times is if he threw up five times before we could get to the to the daycare. Yeah, it, it brought up an interesting question in the office. Um, I brought up an interesting question in the you, office. You did. You did. I get credit job. for that one. Um, what counts as like a session of throwing up? You know, because there are those people who will come in after being gone for the weekend. They'll be like, I threw up 42 times over the weekend. And you're yeah. like, how is that possible? So what what counts as a session? Like when right. when does the line get drawn? Yeah, the question is when when does your throw up end? Right. When are you done throwing up? Right. Cuz I mean obviously if you, you know, if you have the stomach flu and you throw up 3 times a day, you you may actually while you are in the bathroom throwing up vomit 5 times. But yeah. that only counts as one for me, not 5. Right. Yeah. I mean like you can't you definitely can't count every time your stomach spasms right. and you heave into the no because and and also like what if you have dry heaves and nothing comes out does that count I don't you know go, kah, kah. I feel like there should be a set like rule of measurement there should they Maybe don't teach scientist... you that in like parenting school <laughs> I missed that day I guess oh. uh, there's probably some scientists out there who talk about this Maybe. I mean because hospitals have to measure all this kind of crap. I realize this might be risky for me to say out loud. Um, there's some wood right here, so I'll knock on it. Nice. Um, I get sick very, very rarely. Yeah. Um, now, when I do get sick, it's like a full-blown, I wait eight weeks, go to the doctor, and they're like, you have pneumonia, so right. maybe you should Try stay Try not to home. die. Yeah, don't die. Yeah. 
Um, but I have not, I have not thrown up. I can't even tell you. It's been so many years. I don't even remember. Hmm. I don't really throw up. I, our coworker, Ari, was saying she will do literally anything possible to not throw up. And I fall in that category. I would, hmm. I would avoid it like something else I would really avoid. That's, uh, yeah, strong, strongly <laughs> said. Yes, yes, thank you. I... I don't throw up often, and I don't get sick often, uh, but I'm definitely not afraid of throwing up. Oh, gosh. College helped me to get pretty comfortable with the idea of throwing up, so I'm not, I don't have any fear around it. I'm not eager to do it, and especially when it's il- illness-related. Uh, if it's my own choice, I'm also not eager. Like, if, I, if I'm hungover, right. which, again, has been a very long time, as right. a side note. Right, Um yeah, you're not allowed to have fun anymore because yeah, no. you have kids and stuff. But in those cases, certainly I wasn't happy to be experiencing it, but it feels a little different because you kind of brought it on yourself. And so you're like, well, here we go. Let's let's wrestle through this. But when you have like the stomach flu and you're running to the it's bathroom. Totally out or of your control. Yeah, or you're curled up on the, on the tile floor just With waiting the for the next one. Yeah. Oh, so brutal. So terrible. I don't, yeah, I don't enjoy that. So... I tell people all the time, including Carolyn, that that I have a very strong immune system. I don't get sick very often, which is sort of true, but it's different than your truth of not getting sick. Because you frequently just you you don't frequently get sick at all. Correct. You just rarely get any kind of sick. Right. And I will get sick a couple times a year. But it's so minor that it's it doesn't like really sniffles. affect my life. Yeah. So Carolyn will get sick and it it's like one day, maybe 18 hours, and it just destroys her. She's bedridden, feels awful. I mean, she's my wife, and so she still gets up and drags herself around and does all the things that she does. Because right. she's like a superhero. But, right. uh, but it's, it's one or two days of nightmare scenario. And for me, I'll be sick for like... Six weeks, but I'll have with a, one with symptom. a nagging like runny nose or something. Yes, and that's it. <laughs> or I just or I'll sound that's really true, hoarse actually. for for like two months, which is rough when you're a speaker. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's not. Ideal. But like other than those, other than that one symptom, I feel great, and that's so annoying. Well, do you think that it's a little bit because you have kids? Oh, so Gabe yes. is like you know any any illness that's in this world he will get yeah so what i think is a child at daycare i think i'm happens. constantly being exposed to different bugs and the difference is that my immune system is much stronger than his and has been exposed to airplane seat yes, rests for sure. and you know stuff like that for years i actually give a lot of credit also to when i worked at the restaurant in the hilton for all those years because i ate in the employee cafeteria every night for like 10 years and that cafeteria in the first two years of working there i got terrible food poisoning from that cafeteria food in the first two years i bet five times now in that's the third ironic. year since you worked for a restaurant you think the food would actually be good oh well the food in our restaurant was fantastic in the chop house and who did they but have they, cooking the cafeteria food other people Oh. Yeah. So there's several restaurants in the Hilton, and then there's like the room service kitchen and all this, and banquets. And well, I just kind of assumed they were all the same. No, no. All different kitchens, different staff. Oh. And frequently the employee cafeteria would be stocked with like leftovers from a banquet or 
Yeah, I think there were a lot of cost-cutting measures in place. Oh, gross. So I got a lot of food poisoning in there earlier. Uh, and then in year three, I got food poisoning only once. And then I never got food poisoning again mm. uh, in in that cafeteria. You have and like I almost a, never get it anymore. You have like a stomach of steel. Right. Because I, I feel like I was exposed to all kinds of crazy bugs during that time. So anyway, all this comes back to Gabe hits hits both of us with all of these right. little bugs from daycare all the time. And I think my body just sort of shrugs them off or they, they stick around and they annoy me for a little bit because I don't um, – Carolyn harasses me about this all the time. But, like, I'm not careful with him when he's sick. I don't, like, avoid hugging him or snuggling him or, like, right. his snotty little hands are everywhere. Yeah. And I don't really worry about that stuff. Uh, you're not, I mean, you're, you are not a germaphobe at no. all. In real life either. Like, aside from having a sick child. Like, right. you, you, like me – do not uh, worry about stuff like that. Like as yeah. you well know, I will I will share a drink with anybody that wants to t- taste it. Sure. If somebody no wants to deal. try some food that I'm eating, I'm happy to share it. Like it's fine with me. I don't I don't care. I don't yeah. use hand sanitizer. Mm-mm. I don't even subscribe to any of that. Like I feel like my immune system might be as strong as it is because I just rub a little dirt on it and keep going. Right. And and we I we both have plenty of friends who are on the other end of that spectrum. Yes, a lot. Clorox are, everything. Yeah, who who like order those Clorox Clorox wipes in bulk. Yeah. And just follow people around literally you know, disinfecting uh, everything they touch. Um so what I what I want to say also is that um I'm very blessed to have never experienced a serious illness. Mm-hmm. Like I never had mono I've had that. Um, yeah. I had it, yeah. Like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah, or or viral meningitis or any of these things where people get hospitalized, or even like a terrible, terrible flu where people get hospitalized. Um, I've never run into that, which is fantastic. I hope to never. See, you know, that's interesting because I have had, I mean, I have had mono um, like two Augusts ago, and then this past August I had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was before that. I mean... I think, and I think I get the more serious illnesses because my body fights off the little things all the time. <laughs> sure. I rarely ever have a cold. I rarely ever am sick with anything minor. And then when I do get sick, I always just assume it's something minor. So I don't ever go to the doctor until it's been eight weeks and they, I walk in and they say, remember how last time we told you if it lasts longer than two weeks, you're supposed to come in? Because mm-hmm. you have pneumonia now. Here's your inhaler yeah. and all the drugs you need to take. Also, go home and don't go to work. One of our friends, is it Lindsay? I think it's Lindsay. Like, the moment she gets even a little bit sick, yes. goes straight to the doctor and she's like, give me a Z-Pack. Give me a Z-Pack. Now, Hit for me. those of you out there who do not know this trick, it's a beautiful trick. It might be construed as lying, so if you have a <laughs> problem with that, I understand. But if you do feel cold symptoms, all you have to go do is go to your doctor and tell them that you are going to fly somewhere in the next couple of days and they will immediately give you a z-pack because they do not want that being pushed into your head and turning into a sinus infection or any of that stuff it it is a tip that genuinely works if you are a doctor listening to this pretend like you didn't just hear me say that i don't do it often i haven't done it in years i did used to do it for sure uh, side note, doctors do this themselves. so They just write the prescription. Yeah. They're not worried about it. Uh, we know a couple doctors, and recently uh, their children, one of them. Don't use their names. <laughs> who will re- remain unnamed. Good. Uh, their ki- one of their kids had the flu, and she immediately went and, like, 
got herself a prescription for, I think it's called Theraflu. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And even though she herself was not infected uh, at the time, she wasn't sick, but she was like, I can't miss work. I can't, and I can't be having the flu and walking around treating patients, which totally makes sense to me. Correct. But again, like just, let's just preempt this. That's the mindset. My sister has admitted to me in her younger days. Who is also a doctor. Who is also a doctor. (laughs) Uh, in her younger days in med school or residency, after a long night of drinking, uh, would hook up her own IV of fluids uh, in her apartment to eliminate the hangover, which apparently is a miracle hangover cure. Do you know what? I just heard another one. I, 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 don't, I don't drink enough to get hungover, so it's not really a thing for me. But um, I just heard that what is the, what is the stuff you give your baby when they're really sick? Um, to replenish their fluids. Pedialyte. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pedialyte. Pedialyte yeah. apparently is like a miracle yeah. as well. I've never had it. I've never needed it. But yeah, the downs- parents out there who had a Friday night. The downside to Pedial- Pedialyte is that it tastes disgusting. Oh, no. If somebody was telling me they mix it with like cranberry juice or something else. Vodka? P- potentially. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I do. Speaking of babies and being sick, I did learn about a new product today. Oh, God, yes. I'm really glad you brought this up. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> it's the worst. But we have a we have a coworker who has um, a a baby who is what is she now six months old maybe yeah, and um, Sylvie has had some stuffed up noses, mm-hmm. and so apparently poor kiddo, she, she, her parents have to use this thing called a nose Frida. Is that right? The nose Frida. The nose Frida, and I didn't know what it was. Um, and Lindsay and you were both like, just Google it, yeah. just take a peek at it. It's the most disgusting product I've ever seen in my yeah. life. For those of you out there who have not come across this, either it's it's relatively new, I believe. I don't think it's been on the market for a long time. It's totally safe. I read it on the yeah, website this totally, morning. Yeah, it is totally safe, I'm sure. Um, so here's what this is. And I will just add, we do not own one of these. We own the old school version that like that you used back when my parents, like my parents used it on me, which is this bulb. The, the squeezy bulb. The squeezy thing. bulb. Looks like a tiny little, little baster. <laughs> yep. And you shove that little turkey baster up your kid's nose and you suck all the garbage out. The, yeah. And then you squeeze it into a Kleenex and it's all very. Yeah. And you sanitize it. It's all very yeah. hands off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now they don't love it. They scream and Well, wail. you wouldn't love it either. No. If that thing got shoved up your nose. No, it's awful. Um, but this new thing, uh, some people rave about it. Lindsay actually raved about it. Yeah. It's supposed to work very well. It, she said it's gross, but... It's gentle. It's life-changing. Uh, so the kiddos are less pissed about it. Um, but here's what it is, for those of you who have not seen this. This is a tube, like a flexible straw. Mm-hmm. You stick one end in your kid's nose, you stick the other end in your mouth, and then you suck out the snot. Now, in case you're missing the critical element here... Uh, there's apparently some kind of there's a fil- filter. There's a filter somewhere in there that yes. catches the snot before it hits your mouth. Yes, that's what it says. But that feels to me like a pretty significant amount of trust to place in the manufacturer of a product for something that only costs fifteen dollars, by the way. Yeah, it's not a, because it, there's nothing to it. It's just no. a straw. Mm-hmm. Like you could do this with a normal straw at home. Oh, but, please don't do but that. There's no, but there's no filter apparently, so that's not a good idea. I just cannot, for the life of me, picture myself ever doing that. No. Carolyn, we were standing at the baby store, at Baby's R Us or whatever baby store we were at, and 
I had the box in my hand, and she's ta- telling me all about it. That she read about it, and somebody told her it was great. One of her friends, and it's you know we we should maybe we should get this. Did she want to really try it? She wanted to buy it, and I'm I, and I held it in front of her, and I said, "Can you truly do this? Like, would you really do this?" Because Carolyn is knows stuff is off the table for her. Oh, that she was won't a, even use the bulb. That was part of our negotiation pre kids. She was like, "You do all the nose stuff." I don't even, she doesn't even want to wipe Gabe's nose when it's drippy. She will, because again, superhero. But like, but that's the worst to her. Poopy diapers, no big deal. Uh, Like all the vomiting kid, not happy about it, but no problem. Like, let's clean it up. But the nose stuff, several times while she was pregnant this last time, several times, just looking at Gabe's snotty nose made her run to the bathroom and, and throw up. And I say several times, meaning separate incidents separated by more oh. than a full minute. Okay, yeah. so they, so it counts. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Lindsay, Lindsay was telling us this morning that her husband also falls in that squeamish <laughs> category. And so apparently the other day, they were together while using the nose Frida on their adorable mm-hmm. daughter. And he, <laughs> he tried to use it. And he totally lost it and started throwing up in a trash can. <laughs> to which she, instead of being a supportive life, was like... Hey, co-captain, you're really messing this up for me. You are of zero help right now. (laughs) Dropping the ball on this. That's really funny. And it's, I'm really only laughing. I'm not laughing at Greg. I'm laughing at the fact that I picture myself in that moment reacting in a similar way. I remember once when I was working at the restaurant long ago, uh, the the chef made escargot. It was a special. Love that. And I was in a, I was young and I had been a picky eater but I was trying to be more adventurous and especially working at this nice restaurant yeah. with, with really great food. And I said, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try escargot for Did the first time. Did you know what it was? Time. Yeah, I knew okay. what it was. I'm going to try it for the first time. And it's, you know, it's soaked in garlic butter and oh, it smells yeah. fantastic. It's so good. And so I, I picked this little guy up on, a, on the end of a tiny little fork. Well, right. And I'm bringing it closer and closer and closer to my mouth. And suddenly I just couldn't move my hand any closer. It I dawned could, on you? I could not do it. Like I started to get the, the gag reflex like, was kicking in before I even opened my mouth. Like I, I felt like what I remember acting like as a four-year-old at my parents' dinner table when I didn't want to eat whatever, right? Like, okay, you don't have to make the noise. Just, I, I couldn't handle it. And I was... I was in my 20s. Like, I was a, an adult, and I just could not do it. And so when I think about the nose Frida, all I think is I can picture myself bringing that little straw up close to my mouth, and all of a sudden it's just going to be over. Like, I, I'm just going to go, nope, nope, not going to happen. You're just going to have to sniffle. <laughs> Sorry. I I could never do it. Never. Oh. It would not ha- I'm sorry. Like, no thank you. I mean, I love my kids more than I love myself. But I don't know how to get past that. Well, you wouldn't do it to yourself either. No. no. Could you do it to Ooh, yourself? Good question. You could. The straw's long enough, and it's like a—it's not but, a straw. It's like a tube, like but a, like flexible. Just f- like from physics, like the air pressure. Could could you like? Can you breathe in? Uh, maybe. Bet you could. I bet you could do it. If, if ha- anyone out there has tried this, you t- just go out and try it and. Please Post a video know. on our Facebook page of you sucking your own <laughs> snot out of your nose with a nose Frida. I would also like to say that... Oh, God, don't do that. The nose Frida. Please do that. 
the Nose Frida um, graphic online. If you've not looked it up, you should look it up. Um, it Do actually they have calls, an in, like an infographic. Yeah, oh, yes, that shows you how it works. Um, oh, yeah. And there is an actual booger filter. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's called a booger filter. It's blue. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. Uh, Gabe knows the word boogers now, and so whenever he has a runny nose, he runs up to us and says, "I have boogers." <laughs> I have lots of boogers, which I got to be honest, is really funny. This is a really funny stage of life for my child. He is very verbal in all the best ways. (laughs) Also, he's fascinated with looking at his own poop right now, which is apparently a stage. She took a really weird turn. Yeah. So you change, change his diaper and he will like insist that you show him the poops. Okay, well, let me know when so, he's out of that stage, and I'll watch him again. <laughs> you don't want to sign up to babysit next I week? am not showing your kid his poop. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. Like, it's one thing, I guess, if he were, like, if, if he had, like, if he had went to the bathroom. I can't even say it. Like, if he had went to the bathroom. Everybody poops, in, Betsy. No, I'm aware everybody of that. Everybody poops. <laughs> we just, is that a book that you read? It is a book. <laughs> it's a book. It's called Everybody Poops. Huh. Okay. What I was going to say is if he were, if he went to the bathroom and like he looked at it like while he flushed, that wouldn't be as uncomfortable to me as him looking at it in a diaper, which just feels more uncomfortable Because I think we all me. look at it in the toilet. Like we all I think that. medical professionals would tell you you should. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make sure everything's okay. Ooh. So we haven't plugged this other podcast in a while, but I want to just shout out. If you've never listened to Josh and Chuck, to Stuff You Should Know, yeah, they're great. if you've never listened to their poop episode, you really need to go invest some time. Uh, it's fantastic, and you will laugh the whole time, especially if poop makes you just a little uncomfortable. Which it does. It makes me a little uncomfortable. But they talk, they go, th- there's apparently a medical poop scale, like a, like a, like a chart, so you can look at the consistency, and oh, you can estimate oh, the consistency okay. of your poop. Okay, and it tells you some things about how healthy you are. And there, so there's like a number scale and a color scale. Oh, it's so wonderful! You gotta, you gotta listen to the. I'm episode. not doing that. I don't. Um, I don't know if I can get behind that. I normally listen to them on planes when I fly, um, and I, you know, download episodes before I yeah. fly. I'm. I. This is an older episode. You'll I, have to go back a year or two. I fly on Tuesday, but I don't think I'm gonna. Put that on the... You need to listen to the poop episode. I think it's going to be really uncomfortable. Do it for me. On a plane, I'm going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be wonderful. That's the perfect time to listen to the poop episode. Oh, well, we'll see. I suppose. I'll let you know if I listen to it. Don't hold your breath. Uh, So it's that time. It's time for us to go celebrate... St. Patrick's uh, Day. My complete lack of Irish uh, heritage. The day of my relatives. Mm -hmm. Some of... Half of them. Not all of them. Foy. The Foy side. McFoy. No, not McFoy, just Foy. Oh. Uh, and to watch my continued dominance in the NCAA I like bracketology. You s- You're beating me by like one <coughs> point. <coughs> I know. And yeah. I don't know anything about sports. That sport, basketball specifically. I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's okay. It's really, you know, the fun part of this for me is beating Todd. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and talking smack about it. Okay. Because right. I, I don't know anything about college basketball, but okay. um, but I like to compete. Well, friends, we're sorry if you felt uncomfortable during this episode. I'll have Matt put some sort of disclaimer up. That's a case, good idea, yeah. In case you're really squeamish, this was probably not the episode for you. Warning, this episode is gross. We didn't talk anything about blood, but we could. That actually is a topic. Well, that makes some people very uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I'm fine with blood. 
I have no qualms about it whatsoever. Yeah, blood doesn't bother me. My own blood a little bit, but mostly just because... You're afraid you're dying. Needles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. They don't bother me at all either. No, no. no. Or Gabe. No. He, you know I donate blood all the time. You know, we took him to the doctor last time, and Wesley had to get a shot, and Gabe goes, I want a shot. It's because he gets a sticker and a sucker afterwards. He doesn't get a sucker. Oh. You eat his sucker? They don't give him a sucker at this place. You go to the worst doctor. You should get a new one. Ooh. Burn. I hope he's not a listener. I guarantee he's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to get out of here. Um, are we doing a podcast, pal? Um... Well, I actually, I do have a podcast pal. The oh. ironic part is I don't know his name. Ooh. Is that is that awkward? Can he still be a podcast pal? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, so um, man that was sitting next to me on the plane last week, oh. who um, we started talking about what we do for fun, what our hobbies are, and I had just finished listening to our podcast, which apparently he saw the picture on my phone, which is a little embarrassing <laughs> when you get caught red-handed <laughs> in public listening to yourself. Yeah. Um, are you about pets and me trying to convince you to shave your cap? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, did you do that? Uh, not yet. Okay. I told you. I'm going to wait so I'm, you can be around. I'm terrified. Um, anyway, so then we started talking about the podcast, and he became a subscriber right then and there. Now, he could have done it just to be nice, um, but I actually really feel like he was going to follow through on it. He was going to Denver. I don't know what he was doing in Denver. I like um, it. This is starting to feel like a Craigslist missed connection uh, post, just a I don't, little bit. I'm going to say I don't think it was a missed connection, <laughs> but I thought he was thought he was nice and wanted to thank him for listening i like it well whoever you are out whoever there, you are you were wearing you were wearing socks with moose on them which made oh, me laugh it was a little d- different that should narrow it down yeah so if you recently were flying to denver wearing your moose socks on united airlines and you chat- and we're sitting and we're sitting in first class next to me nice there, yeah that should really narrow it down yeah so if that was you we don't know your name but we know we like you thanks for listening thanks for listening uh like our facebook page yeah um that's quite enough of this nonsense. Do you have something witty and Irish to say at the end of this? Oh, not even remotely. Maybe eat like Lucky Charms for dinner or something. Oh, I love that idea. Okay. We'll definitely do that. Okay, deal. Uh, okay, we're all done. Happy listening, everyone. That's another thing we say. I'm Matt. <laughs> it is now. I'm Betsy. And this has been Guy Talks. And Girl Rolls Her Eyes.